Well, it's you, you got fat boobs. I mean, that's a thing. <laughs> Uh, almost one year exactly. Because I think the thing was we were going to go away for the summer and then yeah. come back. Yeah. And we came back and I'm like, yeah, I'm not into this. <laughs> I quit. You I'm were done. like, I quit, motherfuckers. It wasn't that I wasn't into it. I mean, I, I, I always enjoy shooting the shit with you. But uh, yeah, I was in a dark place. Yeah. It wasn't good. But now I'm somewhat better. I just don't have time now. I, I, I don't, I can't commit. Don't yeah. give me that face. I can't commit. I can't either. Times are crazy right now. Hi. Hey, um, we're on. So welcome back to unfiltered. Mm. Um, I can't, I can't say we're going to do this consistently, but JJ and I are just checking in. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to continue doing it consistently or not. I'm sorry. I know how shitty that continue. is. Continue. Like, you, you were never consistent. What do you mean continue we, to do? We it? were consistent for a while. You can't say yes. that. We were doing it every Thursday for a minute. Yeah. And then like oh, you just true. said you you quit on me. <laughs> and then it was like, ah, man, it's just like I have so much going on and to do and put something out on your own, it's just uh like there just I had too much on my brain. I couldn't do it consistently. Yeah. Um so I'm sorry first of all because I know how shitty that is when you like want to hear someone i'm not saying that oh we're all like you know sought after and people want to hear us all the time but i have had a lot of messages from people saying mm. oh, i wish you would do this more often and um it's just time man it's it's busy right now yeah and both of us are in uh you know uh the yeah. uh, transitional stages you you so more than me but we both mm -hmm. uh moved to different cities yeah i mean i i started a new career like four years ago, but you're, you're just starting something right now. Starting all over again. Yeah. Again. Again. <laughs> I don't, I was trying to think about that the other day. I was talking to my girlfriend and she had some like big changes in her life. Mm. Um, she's going through some stuff, you know, her mom's not well. And, and that's obviously very scary and sad sure. and tough. And, but, um, in and amongst that one of her neighbors moved and her neighbor has been beside her for like ever. And she just, you know, had a full on meltdown about it yeah. and she couldn't believe it. She was saying to me, like, I can't believe I'm melting down over this. But I mean, it's all of the emotion around everything going on in her life. But I said to her, you know, you've been pretty consistent in your life. You've been living in the same home. You've had the same man. You know, she's kind of had the same job um, for for years. And I it, it sort of made me take stock of my life. And I'm like. I've had this boyfriend, that boyfriend, this one, this job, that job, this apartment that I'm like, I have started over like, I don't know how many times. You're consistently inconsistent. C completely. Yeah. You know, no wonder I'm all like, <laughs> ah, yeah. So started over again. Yeah. So moved yeah. to Ottawa last. I think the last episode was I just quit my job. The last episode that I was on or the last yeah. episode And I was talking did. about how scared I was? I don't think I was on that episode. Weren't you on that? Mm -mm. I think you were on that episode. I kept saying how afraid I was. No, I... Nope. Was I wasn't on else? that one. You were, That was somebody else. Really? You sure? I, I, I'm, it's good to know that I'm, you know, <laughs> top, top shelf in your, in your, in your, in your mind. 
Everyone's JJ. Are you sure? It's Are all you sure? JJ. <laughs> all right. I have to go back and listen. I'm sorry. Okay, so the, I think the last episode, I, uh, I, I mentioned that I was quitting mm. my job and moving to Ottawa um, for a love. Which you've done. Which I've done. So, yeah, yeah. it's been like five months now, I think. So mm -hmm. since April. And uh, the transition was not smooth in the beginning, obviously. Like, I, I did mention how scared I was to make the big leap. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I thought we talked about the fact that, you know, everything's not a meme. You know, it's not all a meme. Like, you quit the job, buy the ticket and run. That yeah, whole thing? I, yeah, yeah me, you did. Jeez. But I wasn't on that episode. I'm on a lot, for sure. Okay. But I wasn't on that one the last one we did really you wow. and i together it really was last june or july uh -huh. and we released I it i think you're wrong and then i then we went away fun of me. you were making fun of me for becoming a midway person no, you're, you're getting confused because i make fun of you about everything <laughs> yes that's true <laughs> i think you're wrong though i think people are going to correct you on that one here's what people should do they should go anyway. back and listen to every episode yeah and you can then you know email us and tell us who was right and who was wrong baby baby wait this is baby. melanie calling on her boyfriend come 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 he's baby wait i'm gonna correct you you lying. <laughs> I'm like a thousand percent certain. Baby. Yes. Who did I do the last episode with when I talked about quitting my job? It was JJ, wasn't it? And I said I'm, I, he made fun of me for becoming a midway person and listening to Bible Magic. Is that what you were saying? No, but you know. Oh, fuck. I thought you'd know for sure. Can you double check that? You wait a He's not your manager. Can you double check that for me? Can you? I'm certain. JJ says no. We're recording. Was it Chris? No, it wasn't Chris. It was JJ. I'm certain. JJ, do we have Spotify there? Uh, not handy. No. All right. We'll move on from this. Okay. But, uh, it's driving me crazy. I, it's Clearly. driving me crazy. <laughs> how, how have you been, Martin? I, I'm, yeah. I'm asking... Uh, knowing full well how you've been, but for the sake of the audience, yes. how have you been? I, I, I was at your house. I came to visit you, you and, yeah. and you seemed busy and uh, a little bit scattered. You had festivals. You had uh, um, uh, sewing to do. You had to go source your, your materials and you're, you're hosting radio shows across our fair nation and you mm -hmm. seemed like you had a lot on your plate. I felt like I showed up and it was like, wow, this is not a good time for me to be here. She is, she's got a lot of shit going on right now. You know what? It wasn't like actually the best time in the world. Mm. It wasn't the best timing, JJ. Yeah, I get that. I got the message from you and I was like, oh shit, I've got 10 million things on the go. But Honestly, after you left, like, well, when you got here, first of all, JJ does not visit my house very often. I mean, that's like a rarity in and of itself. M much less <clears throat> 400 kilometers away. Yeah. And uh, so I was stoked to see you. And then after you left, I, j I honestly felt like 
I felt some sort of relief. Like I took a moment, I stopped, and I actually got a moment to enjoy my friends. Since I've left, it's been just nonstop. So I, I started a business a couple of years ago when I quit the radio job in Barrie to move to Ottawa. Um, I wanted to like get into it full time. But when you quit your job to work for yourself, you end up literally working 24 hours a day. Yeah. Like everyone in this sort of entrepreneur world and all these festivals says the same thing. Like, yeah, I quit my job to work 24 hours. That's what it is. It's so busy. Like it's, it's so, I love it, but it's like just so hectic. Um, So yeah, you were in the middle of like prime season. The business that I have is really like, a summer business, it's really, uh, those are my crazy months, right? Yeah. So it's going to slow down now, which is good because I can take a moment to breathe. Um, but you, when you got here, it really made me realize how much I've been missing with my friends. Like mm-hmm. even phone calls. Like it's hard to get on the phone and have a conversation because I'm doing a million other things. And that's really been something that I, like I'm trying to remind myself to work on. Just slow down. Spend time with the people you love because that's the important stuff. It's just, you know, money is also important <laughs> so, when you're doing this whole thing. And, the, you know, the, the business is on you. Like what I put into it, I get out of it. So if I don't do the work, I'm not making any money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it's I'm, I'm grateful that you came because it did remind me like it's time to slow down a little bit. Hi. It's your friends calling you. Where the hell are you? Where have you been? Baby, your phone. (laughs) This is great. We're off to a great start. (laughs) Hi, welcome back to Unfiltered. Nothing (laughs) changed. JJ and I are an unorganized disaster. I'm sorry. Baby, hi, your phone. (laughs) Hey, man. Uh, let me just paint the picture because uh, no one's going to see the video, but you are in amongst yeah. all your kimonos. Mm-hmm. They're all around you, I guess, as some sort of, uh, soundproofing. soundproofing? Yeah. Yeah. It works um, well, actually. It's like it, a whole rack of clothes. <laughs> it's a real scene, man. It's a real scene. It is indeed. So yeah. So that's kind of been what's going on, uh, working on that. And then when I got here, I, uh, got a few more radio jobs that I'm still mm-hmm. recording remote, uh, remotely. Um, so that's been, you know, crazy hectic. I'm on nine different radio stations in Ottawa. Um, it's and, amazing. And, yeah, it's awesome, but it's just, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot it's going a, on. More stuff on your plate. Yeah. Considering like, like I said, in the last episode, that's what I was trying to get to is in the, I was saying that I was so afraid there wouldn't be anything because I didn't have myself all financially set up. Yeah. It was really scary. I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen, but I just, you know, sort of put my trust in the process and the universe. And I thought it's going to work, you know, and, and here it is. It's working. It's crazy times, but it's working. You know, is, is this exactly how you manifested it in your mind? I know you're into the manifestation. Is this, I is, am. This, is this how you, is this how, when, when, when you're manifest, cause what do they say with manifesting? You, you close your eyes and you put yourself in the place you want to be mm-hmm. and you, you create the reality. You create it so real in your head that you're actually there. And it's just like, it's almost like, yeah, yeah. I've already lived it. It's just yeah. a matter of, of getting there. So is this, is this where you pictured yourself? 
in amongst um, the kimonos? I didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't quite picture it exactly <laughs> like this, but, uh, you know, I pictured myself succeeding and I kind of feel like that's happening. Yeah. You know, um, and yeah, I do totally believe in manifestation. I mean, that's I, I just I mean, I think that's something we all do, whatever you want to call it. You can use other, you know, terms. Imagining. Daydreaming. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But I've done the work to get there. You can, it's not like the secret. You know, we talked about the secret back in the day. That's like the McDonald's yeah. version, you know, like, okay, I want to, I want a car. Well, right. you, you got to do the work to get the car. Yeah. Um, in order to manifest those things. So, um, but yeah, like I, I definitely pictured this working out and, um, you know, I'm, I'm honestly, everyone has asked, you know, how are you doing? And th the number one thing I say is I'm not quite sure, but I'm happy. You know, like I can't tell you how everything's working out or, you know, where things are going or, you know, I just know that the underlying feeling is happiness. I'm content. I'm happy. So I think that's good. I think that's successful. Yeah. You know, the, uh, what's the ratio uh, of happiness to fear? I'm not afraid anymore. No. Okay. No, that's good. Gone. Yeah. No, no, no. That was gone. Like like two weeks in three weeks into the move because yeah. things started showing up and the business started getting really good. And, um, uh, the other jobs started showing up and I was like, Oh wow. Okay. This is actually going to work. Um, I, so yeah. I told you, I you remember that? Do you remember that from the podcast? When I told you everything was going to be okay, you'd make shit happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think you also said it's either going to be that a, a great story or it's going to work or it's going to be a great story to tell. You know, yeah. and uh, either way, I mean, I still think I, I wouldn't tell people out the gate, like, just quit your job. Fuck it. Like Beyonce, you know, uh, break my soul. Yeah. Um, that was my song through the summer, of course, duh, because I quit my <laughs> job. Um, but, you know, we all know it's not that easy. And it does feel a lot better to have your, you know, you know, everything aligned and and ready and prepared. Um, but you know, sometimes it just does work out like I and, and that was the thing I kept telling myself. What if it all works? What if it actually does all work? Mm. Um, so here we are. It's working. It's working. Dynamite. Yeah, I'm and very pleased for you. Thank you. Thank you. How are things working out in Hamilton? Things are working out well in, in Hamilton. Uh, so I uh, I don't know if, if the audience knows, but we moved to Hamilton one year ago today. We oh. moved to Hamilton okay. and, uh, September 1st and, um, yeah, it's, uh, Hamilton needs a lot of work. It does. Really? It's, it needs a lot of work, but I am definitely excited, uh, for the potential in Hamilton, mm -hmm. right? I think maybe I've mentioned this before, but they're putting in, uh, streetcars in Hamilton. There's all kinds of one way streets that make absolutely no sense and they're, they're fixing all that up and they're a lot of the factories are shutting down, which is, you know, it's sad because people will lose their jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, but on the other hand, that smell of molten iron in the morning may go away <laughs> because, you know, that's always sort of there. Is that is, yeah, that smell is there. Eh? Yeah. Um, but you know, like they, there's the, what do they say? Like something like 26% of the, uh, the growth in Hamilton is from people in the last five years who have been 
priced out or decided to move from uh, the GTA into into Hamilton. So uh, we're we're one of those people and or one of those families. And uh, yeah, I just I feel like uh, there's no place else for people to go. If you want to work in Toronto still, this is kind of as far this way mm-hmm. as you can really go. Yeah. You know, so we're kind yeah, what of what is that? What is that commute like an hour, 45 minutes? It's like one hour exactly by <sighs> by go bus, which thankfully I haven't had to do because I'm still working from home. Yeah. Uh, but I think that might be coming to an end and I may have to do oh. that that commute every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Ham- Hamilton is great. Again, I'm excited for the potential. It does mean that we would have to stay here for the long haul mm. as things happen. Uh, but things are happening. I mean, they just started to break ground on this, this LRT thing and the Harbor front, which I don't know if you've seen videos on my Instagram, I'm down there roller skating all the time. Roller skating is so good. It's my new thing. Uh, pier, pier eight, uh, the Harbor here is, it's really gorgeous. Yeah. If you, if you only look South, it's gorgeous. But if you look North, (laughs) it's all like the factories and it's like. All right. See, so they've started. They're they're mm-hmm. on their way. The 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 thing is happening, and clearly it's happening. So uh, we're in it for for the long haul, at least till the kids get through high school, mm-hmm. which is another five, six, maybe seven years total. Yeah. And uh, and then and then we'll see where this place is at, and either we'll move on. Barbados is my dream. When I manifest, I manifest Barbados. I think big. I think yeah. big. Uh, I'm still manifesting Mexico. Don't you worry. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why you'd manifest Mexico of all places. I love Mexico. You know this. There's so much crime. There's so much crime in Mexico, said the guy from Hamilton. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. yeah, So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. But uh, again, the potential is is there. Hey, speaking of your kids, um, Mm. I wanted to mention this, too. So JJ, I I've never like hung out with your kids. Like, have I ever met them before? Uh, you met my daughter when like we back. we interviewed uh, one of the new kids on the block oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah. She was there for that. She was just a baby. Yeah, right. Because I was trying to think of that. I'm like, I don't remember ever meeting them before that. And it, yeah, you've never met my son. Yeah. So J so JJ brought his kids to Ottawa for the visit. Mm-hmm. Dude, first of all. You're that kind of good dad. When you when you left here, I was like, ah, JJ's that kind of good dad. You're so <laughs> what, good. No. What does that mean? You're, you're just, I mean, I've always known you're like the family man. Everybody knows that about you. But you're like a good dad. You're so like. Uh, thanks, man. Just so attentive. And I just all the things. Like you had this really cool relationship with them. Just easy and smooth. And like the kids are smart and Shane said after you left um, Ottawa that like JJ's kids are awesome, man. That's the first thing he said. Cause like oh. they're, they're like little kids, but like they engage with adults in a normal conversation, but like still kids, you know, really, really amazing kids. Like I could tell totally, you know how I feel about kids. <laughs> they're do. not my favorite. <laughs> that has not changed. I love your kids. Justin, that was like, you know, that little brief meeting. I was like, oh, those are some awesome kids. Um, and I mean, obviously, kudos goes to you and uh, and Susie. But yeah, thank you. Yeah, really amazing. And just, you know, seeing you in that 
sort of mode. And yeah, it was it was weird. It was like, oh, JJ's in dad mode, and and you're one of those dads. It's awesome to see. Really, awesome yeah. To see. Um. Well, thank you. Um. Yeah. I I've. Uh, I'm not saying that in a surprising way. I'm like not surprised in the least. It's just I wanted to point that out. Thanks, man. Uh, I've, you know, I was, we waited a long time to have kids. Susan yeah. and I were married a full 10 years before kids. And we had a mm-hmm. lot of, uh, did a lot of considering and planning and, uh, and, you know, now we're, now it's all about putting all those plans into, yeah. into play. And we really like them too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like I think, I think they're cool kids. Like it, they are. You know, I, I, I think that, uh, like if they weren't my kids, I'd be like, these are some cool kids. Yeah. You know, that's exactly what we felt when you left here. It was like, wow, those are some cool kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're my, they're my retirement fund. They're the ones who are going to pay for me to arrive in Barbados. So exactly. (laughs) You got to put all the work into them now. Make sure. Yeah. I mean, I think they're well on their way just based on, you know, seeing all their videos and stuff. They seem like pretty talented kids. Like they're going to, they're going to go some places in life, my friend. Thank you. I'll yeah. let them, I'll let them know. Yeah. I'll let them know. I, you, I just, you know, like mine, uh, you know, she's like, I told you, she's like in fucking therapy. So I, I, I see your child's Instagram all the time. She's beautiful and talented and doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, she is. I'm just, yeah. Congrats. She's, uh, she's awesome. It's, it's just really good to see. I love seeing you in that mode though. It was, it was fun. It was, it's a different perspective. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'll tell you what I'm not good at. What? Being a pet owner. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, do you, do you hear on? all that yapping in the background? I do. Yeah. Barking? Barking. <laughs> I call it yapping. Uh, so we have got ourselves an Aussie doodle. Yeah. Fine dog. We are very attached to the dog. We got the dog. She was four months old. We, might, we found this farm way out in Kenilworth, Ontario found this farm and uh lo and behold they had some some pups up for grabs some aussie doodle dogs and uh we got there and it's like a mennonite farm you know like pilgrims and the guy whistled for the dogs and the two pups came running running down the the alley of with all these cows there was a bunch Mm -hmm. of cows and they came running down the alley and it was like oh smokes Look at them. They're so cute. And they're like, skibbity, 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 skibbity. And they're all yeah. like excited and wagging their tails. And it was, it was insane. It was two of them. And one of them, they're both black. One of them had like a, 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 a left boot that was white. And, and, the, and the other one had a right boot that was white. And so we ended up taking the right boot and, um, <laughs> and we brought her home and it was, it was great. It's, it was yeah. great dynamite they're they're smart they're poodles and uh, and uh aussie shepherds so they're they're yeah. apparently they're after googling they're smart dogs apparently they're very smart dogs which she sure. seems to be mm-hmm. however the four months that she was on this farm without us yeah like when she was living on the farm she was like a wild dog sure she was just wild they just the the, the 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 mennonite folks weren't uh they weren't really tending to her it's just a yeah. dog living in a barn with other animals. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she has a real aggressive streak in her. Super oh. aggressive. Brought her to the groomers uh, after the first month. Yeah. And she like deep growled at the groomer. Like a deep, not like a, <sighs> it was like a. 
like the yes. devil. Yeah. And uh, the groomer was like, oh, oh. Shit. <laughs> okay, I've never heard that from such a cute pup. And I'm like, neither have I. See ya. My and so I left. I get this phone did call. Mu- but Did she muzzle the dog? Well, here's the thing. I get this phone call 15 minutes later and she's like, I can't do any more for your dog. <laughs> I'm like, what the um, hell does that mean? Yeah. I got there. She had muzzled her, but through the muzzle, she was bit by the dog and like broke skin. It was like bleeding, gushing through blood. Through the muzzle? Through the muzzle. Oh, wow. That dog is determined. Yeah. So uh, long story short, because this goes on for five months, mm-hmm. but uh, she has attacked my daughter a bunch of times. Oh, no. And drawn blood. Oh, no. So we we had taken her to a, a, a trainer, a reputable trainer here in mm-hmm. the uh, the GTHA. And uh, we were doing we were doing really great, and then we told the trainer about yeah she attacked our daughter and and drew blood and and the trainer's like uh oh <laughs> mm-hmm. if a dog attacks or has a history of attacking mm-hmm. you know you got to think of your kid's safety like so far it's been a hand and and her her inner thigh but mm-hmm. what if it's her face so I hate to say it because I know this is going to get judgment from people but we have to get rid of this dog. Oh, you've we already decided. Yeah, no, we we can't keep her. She's she deep growls and it it ain't getting better. It's getting worse. It's oh, getting worse. No, it sucks. That's... My daughter's heart is broken because we got this dog for her. Yeah. Um, but uh she's right, like she'll deep this dog will deep growl and I'll be like, oh <laughs> what yeah. do I do? Like do I, how do I get her into her crate? How do I get the thing out of her mouth? How do I she's gonna like fully attack? Mm-hmm. So, um, all this to say, do your research before you get a dog and get your dog from a reputable, uh, kennel mm-hmm. because, uh, we just got it from a farm and that dog was a wild dog mm-hmm. for four months, half of its life, four months yeah. of its life. And now we're in trouble. So we, we, there's all kinds of, thankfully there's all kinds of, uh, Australian shepherd, rescues and there's all kinds of no kill uh shelters and foster care and stuff like that problem is is that uh if you have a dog with a biting history yeah a lot of them are like yeah we can't take your dog on uh for liability reasons and we're like oh fuck so it's it's been challenging to to know what know what we're gonna do how we're gonna so um Oh, Our tough. trainer's looking into it. It is tough. Our trainer's looking into it. She thinks that uh, our dog will do well with uh, in a family without kids or on a farm or something like that. Well, oh, no, I know. Take, take her back? No. They, they, <laughs> they, they don't even return our phone calls. <gasps> yeah. They're like, well, you know, I, I think, um, you know, saying that going to a reputable breeder or whatever, I mean, I'm not quite sure that matters as no. much. Um, because it happened to me too. I mean, that's right. And I paid, you know, I, I'm in a different space now. I, I won't pay for a dog anymore. <laughs> like right. I'm, I'm in the adopting world. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I wanted to have a specific breed. And so I bought the Vizsla after sure. my first Vizsla had passed. I wanted to have the same dog essentially. 
but I went through the same problems. Yeah. Um, with Velcro, we talked about it a lot on our show, and yep. he loved me, but he hated everybody else. And yep. I went through him attacking puppies everywhere we went. He hated puppies, and like he would like, like attack, attack. It was like yep. to the blood, and um, he bit one of my friend's kids, and uh, you know that was where I was like, I I just can't do this. So, but it was like I think a year and a half, almost two years. Like I had him. Yeah. Um, the breeder in that case did take him back, which I was grateful for. But they're a reputable breeder, and you know, it's just it happens sometimes. Um, that's really unfortunate. Like, I, I feel so bad for you because I, I I know that struggle and making that decision is not easy. Like, yeah, you know, I don't I don't think anybody takes that lightly, especially when you buy it as a family pet, like for the kids, and then you got to turn around and be like, uh, yeah, working out. We bought it him her sorry for my daughter yeah and i was like always you know me i was always like we'll never get a dog we'll never get yeah. a dog yes, no you were so too much do we already have yeah. too much on our plate but then Susie's like if we get our daughter a dog it'll help yeah. our daughter you know learn to love and care and take take care of things love yeah. something besides herself and she was like it was great it would be great for her emotional uh 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 health Mm-hmm. And where I was like, "Fuck! Well, when I, well, what am I gonna do? If you frame it like that, how can I say no?" Yeah. And she's not wrong. We just got a dog that is, you know, like a wolf, mm-hmm. and you can't live with a wolf. <laughs> Wolves don't play by the rules. They don't. No, they don't. Look, I mean, dogs are still wild. You know, like people oh, yeah. forget that. You know, uh, they still have that wild streak, and and you know whether it's genetic. Um, and or raised, you know, how they were raised, their environment, who knows? But yeah. we do forget that. They're, they are still a little bit wild. We've domesticated yeah. them, but so they got that streak in them. That's, that's so, but you are considering getting another one? No, no, that'll, oh, not that'll at be all. It. No, oh, my, my, da- my daughter's like, uh, she's, she's devastated and she's oh. like, I don't like being bit. And she'll, every time she gets bit, she's like, I love her so much. Why does why does it have to be like yeah, this? Why does she have to do? And it it's horrendous. And, and to see her go through that every time she gets bit, and to always be bracing for her to get bit, it it's really sad. So she's like, maybe let's just wait a while, a good few years. Let me get good and into high school, and then we'll come back. We'll circle back, as she says, and we'll we'll mm-hmm. see uh, we'll see how we feel about dogs. And I'm like, Oof. yeah, that is a good idea. That is a good wow. idea. Well, maybe someone who uh, is really good with dogs will hear this and maybe and take adopt her. her or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's tough. It And and it will, like you said, draw judgment for sure. But I mean, whatever, like the reality. <laughs> it's true, it will. I, mean, I know. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you have to you, you, got kid, you got kids running around the house like, you know, not to go on and on about dogs. But I my brother has a dog and um, he's a. Cocker Spaniel and he's got a bit of attitude when it comes mm. to food. It's like violent. Like he'll he'll chew your hand off if you <laughs> Yeah. And he steals your food. So like if oh. he gets his hands, he's the sweetest dog, but if he gets something from your plate or you drop something, you can't take it from him or he will bite you and he's bitten and he's drawn blood. Yeah. And they just had a baby and yeah. He's at Patrick, nephew, right? Uh Ollie. Ollie, Oliver, shoot. my Oliver, little nephew. Sorry. I have yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, but he, the dog is actually really good with the baby. It's odd, probably because yeah. he's always got food in his hand, so he just like loves his kid. Oh. But he doesn't grab it from him or anything, which is strange. 
Um, but you know, there have been times where I've looked at it and thought like, I mean, at what point do you make that decision and sit and go, this is kind of scary if you, the yeah. wrong move is made. Um, so I, I'm telling you, I, I've been down that road and that's, yep. that's a hard struggle. There's certainly no judgment here. Like it's, uh, it's not an easy decision. Yeah. It's not an easy decision to get. This is why when I got radio and I adopted a him, it was what I said on socials. This is not a decision I take lightly anymore. Like yeah. I, I've learned my lesson. You can get some tough dogs that are take over your entire life. You yes. know, like like Velcro did for me. He literally took over my life. Yeah. It was so crazy. So I remember. Yoinks. I, I drove you around. I picked you up yeah. downtown once. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I never, I've never seen you like this before. <laughs> <laughs> and you got in the car. It was I picked you up at a, a vet or something like that. Yeah. And you got in the car with with Velcro, you said to me, I bet your life feels pretty sweet right about now, doesn't it? <laughs> like, I didn't say anything, but in my heart, and I'm like, yes, yeah. it certainly does. And I never really found out the details of what I was picking you up for or what happened. I, I was I, like, yeah. don't ask questions, Labor, just be a friend here. Yeah. <laughs> Do what you can. Just be chaos. a friend. Don't ask questions. Yeah, that dog was chaos. Yes. Sometimes you got to make those tough decisions. I think, you know, someone someone will give him a good home or her a good home that knows how to work with that kind of dog. You know? Yeah. That's what it's going to have to be. Um, JJ, I, I, uh, I think I saw a UFO this summer. That was a big event for me. Yes, I, I know. I saw a UFO. Did you see that tweet? I did. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. You saw Santa like, Claus is what you saw. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to tweet this out and everyone's going to think I'm on shrooms or some shit or Melanie's nah. done quit her job and gone off the deep end. Now she's fucking talking about UFOs. But I'm like sitting there in Muskoka. I had a festival. I was there uh, staying at my girlfriend's house um, at the golf course and we're sitting out on her porch and beautiful, you know, starry night. It's dark in the Muskokas. And I just kind of looked up and it was like a train of lights yeah. right, right in front of us. And there were guys next to us um, who, you know, were drinking whatever. And we all kind of went, what is that? And it obviously, you know, the reaction and it just disappeared. Like it was there for a second, then gone. Yeah. And it looked like a choo-choo train. Yep. Like literally, you know, like what a train would look like. Or Santa's, Santa's sleigh with the, the reindeer. A lot of people were saying that, yeah. Yeah. A and then just disappeared. And so I tweet about it and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to sound crazy. And then I get all these re replies from people around the world. Yes. Around the world who saw Elon Musk's, uh, whatever it's called, Starlink. Starlink. Dude. For a minute there, though, for a minute before I got the responses, yeah, my girlfriend and I were just like, just fucking see you. I thought, you know, and it was you who I thought of immediately. Yeah. You were the first person that came to my mind. I'm like, JJ's going to shit. I was just like, I can't wait to tell JJ. Yeah. It's really about you. I was like, holy man. For a moment. I, I really, uh, I wish it was. I wish it was. It like, it's like. You have this moment of seeing something so epic snatched from you in like a couple of seconds, you know, yeah. like when everyone confirmed that it was, ah, it was just Elon Musk. But aren't, man, that thing looks wild. Aren't you glad you had people with you to see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because 
that's when your 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 crazy train wheels start to yeah. really start to start to rev up when you're like nobody else saw this. How no one's right? going to believe me, right? And yeah, and cr- so she was yelling at me, "Get your phone, get your phone." And I'm like, I just like sat there <laughs> with my jaw. I'm like, I can't. I don't want to lose a second. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to look down. I didn't want to grab my phone. I was like, no, I like I want to witness this. And all and in that time, I'm thinking about people who actually say they've seen aliens yeah. and UFOs. And I'm like, well, no wonder it's not on video. Like yeah. you're stunned. Totally. You're completely stunned. You're just like, I need to experience this. What is happening? You don't want to get your phone. Yeah. For those of you who got your phone, because I know there were a lot of videos, like kudos to you. I couldn't do it. I'm and it also made me realize that in a moment of someone kind of like, I don't know, trying to kill me or steal me, or if an actual alien came, I would just stand there like an idiot. I would just stand there with my chin on the floor going, okay, take me. Like, I wouldn't be able to talk. Yeah. I was completely stunned. It's it's quite a revelation, isn't it? When when something in your world, in your normal world, yeah, you know, something unusual happens and your world kind of gets rocked and tilted. It's like you stand there stunned. You like to think, oh, I'll react this way. Yeah. You know, you, you, some people walk around with if something happens in this way, I'm going to say this or I'll do that. No, you won't. No, you <laughs> won't. You're going to stand it's, there and be like, duh, uh-huh. is what's going to happen. It's like all slack John baggy eyed. Yeah, it's those those conversations you have with yourself all the time in the shower. You know when you like argue with people. I don't know if you do. I do that a lot. Like I'm like arguing or like I'm saying the thing. No, no. But okay, go ahead, keep going. I'm sure other people do. I'm sure. Like a full on conversation with someone, and I'm like, this is how. Like it's not even like how I'm going to say it. I'm actually having the conversation, or like experiencing someone breaking into my house, and like I can visualize the whole thing happening, and I know how I'm going to deal with it. But no, you're absolutely right. In that moment, I realized I would be the idiot standing there. And you know the person like you're yelling at on yeah. the in the movies. Like, run, stupid. Get out of there. I'm yeah. stupid. I'm the stupid one who just stands there like, oh, you take me. No, but now but now you get it, right? It's, it's like when when yeah. you're when you see, you know, those crazy yeah. You know, uh, slasher movies and, and, and the girl won't run. She stands there and screams and you're like, just why doesn't she run? But now, you know, it's the human now condition, you know. man. Like, I think yeah. there's those who can run and those who are stuck. Ah, it's kind of how my life was for a little bit. <laughs> <Stuck>. <laughs> you know, you're just stuck and paralyzed in fear. Yeah. And then there's those who take action. I am not a take action kind of person, you know? Now, at any point like, oh. were you like. We're being invaded. We're screwed. Yes. Like, was was there like a yeah. real any sort yeah. of yeah okay. yeah? You know, I mean, times are weird, and um, times are weird. It kind of just like as scary as it was. There was also a bit of acceptance. Like, all right, this is happening now. This, this seems Time. right. You know, yeah, like that's yeah. how it felt. It was like, yeah, yeah, okay. The aliens are coming. It's official. Yeah. Also, though, I, I had just finished watching. Um, this is actually my recommend. We're jumping ahead. But uh, The Man Who Fell to Earth. Have you seen that? On no, Crane? I haven't. <gasps> no. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so great. good. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so beautiful. It's epic. I just like I I love it. Um, But I had just finished watching that. So I have like alien on the brain. Like it's just I'm. 
you know, because he's an alien, he comes to Earth and he's got to change and save all these things and blah, blah, blah. But um, man, yeah, I felt like it was totally happening. Totally. Did you see it? No, I didn't. I don't I don't have time for it. There's too much happening yeah. in the world. And I really need to ma- manage. I, 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 I can't I can't manage it. It's too much. I don't yeah. God love God love people who are on the radio these days. I know there's so <laughs> much going on. There's so <laughs> much happening all yeah. the time. So yeah. many shows, so much stuff happening in pop culture, so much happening politically, so much, mm-hmm. you know, just it's all happening. Like the movie Everywhere, Everything, All at Once. Yeah, it really is yeah. just like it feels like these universes are colliding right now uh, in in this universe, and it's like how yeah. how do people get and to the point where I'm just like you know what screw all of it, mm-hmm. I'm done, Check I'm out. done, yeah. checked out. Like yeah, I don't I, think- know, I don't know how I could get a job in radio now if I mm-hmm. if I needed like uh, up up front in radio like as a host because I mm-hmm. it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like that just before I left, too, before I quit. I needed a break from all of the information, Mm. which is also why I haven't been posting much on Instagram. Like a lot of people, someone told me that my summer game was was I was slacking because I wasn't (laughs) posting all these like bikini photos and stuff this summer. And I was like, I'm dude, I'm tired and I I just I don't care. (laughs) I just don't care. I'm, I'm doing stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, I just, I can't take it all in. I don't want to see all this, like I'll check in on Insta, I'll do a video here and there, but like, I just, it's too much information. Yeah. Too many things. If it's not making me money or entertaining me. Yeah. yeah, Well, I mean, but yeah, like you said, you, you gotta make money to, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> it, it's a lot of stuff, though. I, I, I understand. And if you have the luxury, I think, of taking a break from the news. Like, Ottawa, Shane, when I first moved here, was, like, watching the news before bed. Ugh. Which used to be a routine for me when I was doing morning radio still. Because right. I was like, I got to know what's happening tonight. And the whole Trump era was when I was like, I'm done. I, I can't, yeah. I can't. Like I Too was negative. having stress and anxiety watching because it was like, would they just stop saying his name? <laughs> like, just, I don't care if it's in good or just stop saying his goddamn name. Yeah. And they wouldn't like, they wouldn't. So I just shut it off completely. Um, so when I got here, literally like hadn't watched any of these nightly news shows for forever. Yeah. And he's there. He's like, oh, well, I want to watch the news. And they're literally still talking about Trump. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I, so I looked at him. I said, I can't do it. Like, you're going to have to put that in your headphones. You're going to have to do I just don't want to hear <laughs> the news like that. I cannot do it. It's too much stress. It's too much. Too many. And I know we need to know some stuff. But, man, you got to be able to check out a little bit. You do we need to, to know out. some stuff? Do we need some to st- know? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You need to know some stuff, I think. Mm. You know, um, I just we're more connected than we've ever been, and I think we're we know a lot more things than we should probably. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Because you know we're just c- connected to the entire world, so we know everything. Yeah. yeah. Before we didn't know all those details. 
I think it was better when we didn't know all the details. <laughs> you think? I think people were happier, much, much happier. Well, I you mean, know? and the argument to that is that we may have been happy in our little bubble. You know, mm. now now we're being informed of all like, you know, things maybe that we can help with. Well, I, th- I I think what makes us unhappy is the amount of confusion that comes with knowing everything. Because mm. when you know everything, you also are privy to multiple angles and perspectives. And it's, it yeah. just becomes exhausting trying to manage the perspectives. Yeah. Totes. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Speaking it's of news, like, what's it- your take on Lisa Laflamme? Yoinks. I've said you, you know what's happening. Le- do you know, are you up to speed I with think. that at all? Okay. I am. Lisa um, Laflamme, thirty-year veteran on CTV News, was yeah. was let go. So, uh, uh, came out of left field, let go, and uh, was, be, uh, yeah. And a lot of people are saying it's because she was getting old. She was appearing old with gray hair and such. That that was yeah. definitely a part in it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think you'd be surprised by my take on it. Like, I love Lisa LaFlam. She's always been one of my favorite mm. anchors. Um, like, I just, I just love her. Like, I think she's great. And I was, I was sad to see her go for, for that reason. Cause you know, um, but then when I heard what it was all about, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I'm honestly not surprised. Like. This this is what happens to women all the time. Yeah. Ageism is alive and well. It always has been. Uh, when she started letting it go gray, it was during COVID, letting her mm-hmm. hair go gray. And I, I had watched the news at that time, and I could see her doing this. And I thought, oh, she's doing this because, like, she's being relatable to the audience. Yeah. None of us can get our hair done. You know, there's a lot of women who are gray already, but had been, you know, getting it done all the time. So she's being relatable. I thought she was going to go back. I thought, she, you know. I think it looks um, good. I think it looks great. I'm not saying, yeah. you know, it doesn't, but I, I did think she was going to go back. But I, I think the majority of women were like, thank you for embracing your hair. Mm. And it sucks that this is still a conversation, but it is. Yeah. And it forever will be a conversation with women. How many gray-haired uh male hosts are on tv now tons and they all of them work forever they don't get all fired because they go gray yeah uh this is totally uh you know about women and it do- it doesn't surprise me at all i'm glad that it's been brought to light i'm glad that it's had as much attention as it's had um do i think anything's gonna change no it's not gonna change that's the way it is for women, for women, especially. Um, you, you'll never have to de- like JJ, you're going gray. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm embracing my gray, but well, we're yes. all going gray. We're all going to yeah. go gray, right? Like, yeah. I mean, we're all going gray, but you will never have that same challenge because of your hair. It's not going to be a thing for you. Well, that's not true. That's not true. Think- if I grow my beard out, Mm-hmm. Super long, yeah, like ZZ Top long, <laughs> right? Like Jesus, like a yeah. Jesus or a Moses beard, yeah. And it's all gray, mm-hmm. you know. 
I don't think that's going to get me hired anywhere. But will that be because it's gray or will that be, be because it's unkempt? Probably because it's unkempt. Yeah, probably unkempt. Yeah. I say kempt, unkempt. Yeah, I don't, I just don't, I, I, I don't think you'd have the same, I mean, you have other things to deal with, but I don't think that you'd have the same issues. Um, it's sad, but it's true. And like, you know, all these like brands jumping on board, like Wendy's and stuff. I'm like, that's Ugh. cool, but. Mm. No, it's not. No, it's so? not. No, I don't. Whenever, whenever a corporation jumps yeah. on one of these causes, it's like, fuck them. They don't care. They're a corporation. They are trying to capitalize on it and and use this, use this to help form their image. But they don't care. They, corporations don't give a fuck about people at all. Hook, line, mm-hmm. and sinker. So when whenever I see a huge corporation with an LGBTQ flag or a right. huge corporation with Black Lives Matter or a huge corporation with you know whatever whatever the the cause du jour is, I'm like mm-hmm. get get bent. I'm not buying it. Back, it turns no, me off. Right. And I and I did see that side of the conversation too. A lot of people were saying that. Um, but I think there's like a whole generation of younger people who do buy into all of these brands. Mm-hmm. And if there's even a slight message towards something that needs changing, uh, maybe it's a little helpful. You know, I'm not saying that I gonna go buy fucking Wendy's burger because of what they did. Um, like the Dove campaigns, for example, you know, mm. all these new Dove campaigns were embracing, you know, regular bodies and blah, blah, blah. like for years and years, they didn't, you know, but okay, good. You're doing it now. Uh, they're still making money. They're still a corporation. They can sell all this shit all day long, but it's better than not doing it. It's better than not. I think it's better than not and staying silent on the issue. Perhaps. I don't think so. I don't think so. I because yeah. a corporation is not a person. It's not a person. Yeah. It's a corporation. And right. it doesn't have a heart and they don't care about people. They care about the bottom line. Mm. Uh Bell Let's Talk. Prime example. I know. Yeah. Bell doesn't care about. Do you work for Bell now? No. Okay. Bell <laughs> Bell Let's Talk. <laughs> they don't care. Bell doesn't care about people. Clearly, they don't care about people. There so, are some people that at Bell that do so care about people. Totally. 100%. There are human 100%. There. Yeah. But the corporation <laughs> doesn't. The cor- the brand doesn't. The brand isn't real. It doesn't mm-hmm. care whether you live or die. It only cares whether you fork out money for whatever it is they're trying to mm-hmm. sell. So, yeah. I believe in people. I do not believe in corporations. I do not believe in giving power to corporations. You yeah, know what I mean? And, and giving they do pa- have it though. Like, yeah. like a Wendy's, you know, they do have, you know, they have the, the bucks, they have the money. They've, you know, they do influence these commercials, all these things that like, think back to your childhood, all the commercials we saw, all the things we saw that influenced who we became. Yeah. You know, like, but now, like, now I'm a grown up and I know better. And that's why I'm saying this because I, I think people should know better. Yeah. Get no, to, you, you know, because the corporation, the corporation's, now, uh, they, they like back then it was like, oh, here's just a huge corporation. But now they have political influence. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Wendy's is owned by 
like a whole other company. And it's yeah. what they say, like, it's like six companies that own everything in the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, th- that's a lot of influence, a lot of yeah. political influence that they had. Not to get all political. Fuck. But I am. Here I go. Um, <laughs> you know, and and to support that. But like back then in the 70s, 80s, 90s to a lesser degree, you, you buy a Big Mac and it's like, you, you feel shitty because you just yeah. ate fast food. But now you buy something from one of these corporations and you are inadvertently giving money to people who literally control everything. Yeah. You know, look at Disney. Yeah. Look at Disney, right? Yeah. They have now homogenized all of entertainment under their umbrella. They own everything. And now everything we get to watch has got to be a Disney product, right? And it's it's what they dish out at it, uh, dish out yeah. to us. Uh, you know, in a lot of cases, it is very entertaining. But are we being programmed to only enjoy this stuff? That's why I'm down for the indie fl- flicks. Watch an yeah. indie flick whenever yeah. you can. Yeah. No, they're good. Indie flicks are good. What? Which, which ones are good? You tell. Oh me. man, I just saw this one Canadian made. It's called Scarborough. You guys got to see Scarborough. It's so oh, okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. But you do love Disney. And I'm a uh, Mandalorian Disney. I'm yeah, I'm a bit turned off. I'm a bit turned off by Disney. Dude, I watched the Mandalorian. What? I did. You're, what are, you're late. I told you things are weird. I actually watched the Mandalorian this. And summer. what did you think? Uh, it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. It. No, I don't like it. I watched the first few episodes and I, I loved little baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. That was really cute. And I can see why everybody liked it because of that. You know, Baby Yoda is adorable. Adorable. Yeah. Do they make a character any cuter? I don't think so. I don't remember. Other than like a Bambi or like Dumbo. Yeah. I mean. They know what they're like, doing. Oh, my God. He's so cute. Yeah. Like the little eye. Like I just yeah. couldn't even. I was like, I'm, I just want to see all him all the time. I, I think um, that you you will. I think that they will have they will yeah. have a baby Yoda, a Grogu show. His name's Grogu. I don't know if you got that far. I I quit the okay. show <laughs> because can I say what's I'm really late to Mandalorian, right? Yeah, no, no. It I, th- I think everyone who was going to watch it has watched it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no spoiler alerts. It's good. No, can, it's all okay. good. So when he removed his mask the first time. To reveal yeah. that he was the like what he looked like, I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to watch this anymore." Oh, you were turned off by him. I was totally turned off. I was like, "Wow, I don't like his face." Like, no one. <laughs> He's totally not who I thought the man. It's like when you read a good book and then you see the movie and you're like, "Ah, fuck, this sucks." That's how I felt the second he took his mask. I was like, "Ah, man." That's not what I pictured, and now I'm Pedro like, oh. Pascal. He's like uh... who? <laughs> <laughs> that means what? I don't know who that is. I, he's totally like a Latin dude. I thought you would Chilean. Oh, he's from Chile. Oh, I, I thought you would totally Chile. love him. I love Chile, but no, he. Um, I don't know who he is. First of all, what else has he been in? He has been in Game of Thrones. Was his big thing? Oh well, I didn't like that either. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Okay. Like the Wonder Woman part two. Yeah. Poor guy. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. 
been like it's okay it's not because okay. like i thought he looked battery it's just it wasn't like he what, wasn't, what would you have preferred him to look like i don't know just not that i don't know i was just picked was like i just i didn't want it to be revealed i don't know it was weird yeah it, yeah it's not even that like i had a specific face in mind it just wasn't that face you know so you did have a specific face in mind i don't know it wasn't that one <laughs> that's, all, that's all i can tell you it weirded me out and then the, I, I tried to it keep weirded walking. you out keep talking martin <laughs> you are digging a hole i'm sorry <clears throat> i'm like try, so i just went off on this whole ageism shit and i'm like I yeah think it's face. <laughs> i'm sorry i and not because i don't think he's hot like i thought he's hot it's not okay about no, no, no 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 don't stop you can't back this you can't. <laughs> i didn't think you don't, I didn't think he was. I'm, I'm watching cute. you sweating and trying to save this now, and you can't do it. It's been said. We're hip ah. to you. Anyways, so I thought you'd be proud of me that I watched or tried to watch Mandalorian. That's all well, I got to well, say about that. Well, <laughs> you had you had a whole rundown of things to say, and you just you shut your own self up here. You stepped I in did. it. Uh, yes, I suppose I am pleased on a level that you watch The Mandalorian. I tried. However, you know, you know that's the influence of of Ottawa. That's how much. That's how happy I am. You did it for that's him. That's how in love I am. Now, what if The Mandalorian had taken off his helmet and it was Ottawa underneath? That'd be weird too. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's a better face for sure. <laughs> I'm not saying he's ugly. I didn't mean that. Whatever you do, do not it's, tag Pedro Pascal into this podcast. It's kind of like uh, Cumberbatch. Remember? What's his name? Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Or Batch. I just... There's something about the face. I don't know. Different. <laughs> I know you want me to save you right now, but I, I, I can't. Do. I don't know what, I don't know what to say. Can you stop it? <laughs> I have Madness. no idea. Madness. I'm you're on, in trouble from you're on a crazy train right now. Like it can't be stopped. All right. Sorry. Um, okay. You, but you're, you're in great. Going back to Lisa LaFlemme just quickly. You're embracing okay. your gray hair though, right? You said. I am. You're just going to let it happen. Cause you're bald letting right it, now. Letting it happen. Yeah. Full on. I've been bicking it again, yeah. but, uh, just because my hairline is like super receding, like right. it was receding before clearly, but now yeah. it's like, okay, this is all gotta go. Because I can hardly see gray on you. Yeah, let me just in my your chin. beard a little bit. So are, so are we going to, like, when we see you on the gram doing your 61416 Fit Dad, mm. uh, like, all buff. And, dude, the pictures you posted this summer were insane, by the way. You are, like, in ridiculous shape. I'm not um, posing, and that's just me outside gardening. I'm, I wasn't, like, <laughs> flexing or anything. Look at me you, 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 here. You, Let me just you, you, squeeze a muscle a little bit, a little harder. Oh, look at me turn these out. Yeah. You make turn it seem right. you make it seem like I was posing. It was taken. Those pictures were taken. Just, you were just standing there and the breath was all relaxed and shit. You weren't all tight. You weren't all trying to be tight. Not at all. Not at all. Wow. Good. <laughs> <laughs> just then I work out a lot. I work out a lot. I I hit that gym every single day. Like even today, we're doing this podcast early. Why? It's leg day. It's leg day. It is leg day for JJ. Oh, I speaking of which, I saw I heard something from someone recently that uh, once you have small calves, you can't. 
doesn't you can't, matter yeah, what well, you do. Because I know this has always been an issue for you, and I thought about you. I was like, oh, yeah. JJ. It's it's definitely difficult. Yeah. Definitely difficult to do anything. Uh, but Susie has said she's seen a difference. Oh, good. In what I do, and 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 I'll work my calves to the point where I I gotta hold the walls to get out of the gym. Wow. So and they're and they're not huge. They're still like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I can't walk. That's how I feel about my. Why do they look my, like this? My booty, though. That's how I feel about my my booty. You work like, it hard. Well, I haven't been very much lately, but when mm-hmm. I do, I get a little booty, but. It's not gonna be any. But but it, but it's not it's not hopeless. I've seen you know you. It's not with a little bit of hopeless. lift and then with less less lift. Not that I'm checking on a regular basis. Seen the progression up and down. But but we have uh, worked together for for years, so I have yeah. seen you know. I've had stuff. some moments where I'm like, oh yeah, something's happening, but no, it's like I just you know don't let them fool you on Instagram if you don't have like a you know something to start with there. It's you're gonna get a little bit, but uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be this booty. Well, do you do you know, they, deep? They make, you, yeah. they make you think that no matter where you're at, you know, you can. I had a trainer once say to me, like, Melanie, you got to gain some weight to get some fat on there. And I'm like, well, my fat doesn't go there. What the fuck do you want me to do other than surgery? Because, I mean, I know that works. I got a girlfriend who did it. She looks fantastic. What? She, oh, yeah. She did the, the Brazilian butt lift. We, she shall remain nameless. But um, she took all the fat because she, you know, didn't have a a, a booty and mm. put it in her bum. And now, so when she works out, the booty is going to get, you know, really big and tight and nice mm. because she transferred it there. But other than doing that, I can't decide where it goes. The fat just goes where it goes, man. It's true. The, it's, fat, the fat goes on where me, it goes. Never on the right places. Never. Well, it's you, you got fat boobs. I mean, that's a thing. <laughs> Called them that, JJ. Wow, <laughs> fat boobs. Um, I'm not gonna say thank you at what, all. Why? Because that's that a compliment. Sounds terrible. What? No, it oh. doesn't. Wow. No, it does not. Oh. You know how many women would love to hear that? I'm not sure. Many, JJ. No. We'll just do a poll. You let us know. On what? Instagram after you hear this. God, JJ. What part of it is not my, right? Tell me. School me. I need to know. The so fat I don't... and the boobs put together. Fat boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Big boobs is nice. Fat boobs just doesn't sound right. Because <laughs> it's not like, like fat or thick. It's like fat boobs. <laughs> I don't... I'm still not sure what I did wrong there. Someone will let you know. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up there. Oh, you wrap it up there. This is where it ends. I'm Leave fine. me here. Yes. Is this revenge because I didn't help uh, you with I didn't like his face? Yeah. Wow, well, we did. Is... What a comeback for us right now. Wow. I guess I, <clears throat> I wonder if y'all missed us. Oh man, we're still ridiculous. Um, okay, JJ, can you, uh, do you ever recommend, by the way, just before we, uh, we wrap this up? Yes, I have one recommend, and okay. that is uh, on Netflix. Uh-huh. 
check out the uh, oh, what's what's the hang on untold untold the untold series the girlfriend who didn't exist oh dude i started watching that with what's his name yes mentai Manitai? Manti Teo. Mont- Manti it Teo. is fantastic. I felt fantastic both times. I tried. What? To yeah. No, it's 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 very good. Uh, two two part series about an, uh, two hours long. The whole yeah. thing complete, and it's about the 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 Notre Dame football star yeah. whose grandmother and girlfriend died on the same day, and he dedicated the the remainder of the season, and they went. Uh, they went, uh, they, they, they swept the season and then they were onto the championships and he was up for a Heisman and everyone was like, this poor dude, his grandma and his girlfriend died. And then it turns out that he didn't, that girlfriend didn't even exist. Wasn't a thing. And I remember that. I remember talking about that on the air, but then the kind of whatever got eaten up by whatever else was Mm -hmm. the next big story. Um, but it was kind of left with, you know, he lied. And that was the, the world went and, and then people would, would put out the memes of, of, you know, you know, hit somebody posing with no person there. And it's like, oh, I'm with Manti Teo's yeah. girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was really mean. And he went from being loved by everybody to being hated by everybody. And he's mm-hmm. like, even Sports Illustrated put out an edition of the most hated athlete. And he was on the list, like the top three. And, and it was like, man, this is the, the worst of society, like the, the world turned on him. He was canceled before being canceled was even, was even a thing. Mm-hmm. But to, as it turns out, this, he was, he was catfished. It was all like a big hoax pulled on him. And, and like that story never, ever got told. And so it, it was great to hear it. The perspective is from the person who actually did the catfishing, right? Well, it's from both the, 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 the person uh, who did the catfishing. Or she's being interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not, she, it was a, he, and I, she, but I think she she's not she's now transitioned okay so um yeah. so so she yeah. um so it's you get both their, their perspectives i think she was let off really easy in the telling of this oh, okay uh but uh it's it's still the it's still a, a beautifully told story and you i think you really get to see uh the goodness in in manti teo and and i'm happy to say not to, to give it all away but he's it's you know he did have a, a career in football, didn't win a Super Bowl, did lose millions because he was going to be a first round draft pick. And then that totally didn't happen. Well, and that's like sponsorship opportunities, all the yeah. stuff that he could have potentially. I know that he's stuff. had a like, like I said, I did fall asleep, but I do know there's been an outpouring of support for him now. Much like, yeah. you know, I mean, this is the same. It's such a good reminder of everything we've always talked about on this podcast, just like how the pendulum has to swing back. Yeah. Um, you know, what a good reminder for how we used to be in the media. Mm. We were part of that, you know, back in yeah. the day where media would jump all over this. But looking at it now, that's just on social media now. It's yeah. the same thing. The cancel culture, yeah. the attacking one person, making fun of, commenting. It's the same idea. It's yeah. the same bullying. It's just done differently now. Um, yeah. Like a good reminder that we we really got to step back and wait for the truth to come out. You know, mm-hmm. like that's someone who lost a lot because yeah. of that. Yeah. You know, it's I'll quite an emotional ride. Yeah. I'll yeah. give it a chance. I'll watch it again. Like I tried to watch it twice and I fell asleep. Um, my recommend is what I said earlier. Um, the man who fell to earth. Um, and I think there was a movie. I never saw the movie uh, with David Bowie. And oh, yeah. It was I think it was like a cult movie or something like that. Like it was really like 
the people who loved it really loved it, but it was like other people said it was terrible. Um, so I think it's like a follow up to that, but a little different. So it's um, a series. It's a series. Where do I watch it? On Crave, I believe. Oh, shoot. I don't have Crave. I'll send you a password. Now what am I going to do? I'll send you a password. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that the whole thing? I got a That's password. That's kind of the thing. Dude, yeah. it's so good. It's so... The acting, it, it's the best acting I've seen in a long, long time. So uh, Naomi Harris is in it. And okay. uh, Chidwell, I don't know how to say his last name. Edgefor? Edgefor? Yep. Yeah. You're uh, nailing it. Fantastic. Okay. Please watch right. it. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful show. I, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's something different. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one last recommend All is right. uh, I, I said it already. Uh, independent movie called Scarborough. Okay. And it's uh, it's about uh, three families in Scarborough, Ontario. Yeah. Who uh, find themselves in the the welfare system, and uh, and it's about a, a school teacher who's dealing with the kids of these families. It is. It changed my life. Wow changed my life because it's just it's like a real slice of real life and to, mm-hmm. i think maybe the fact that it was in scarborough and I, you know mm-hmm. i used to live yeah you know, at least close to some of these neighborhoods and I, I i could see yeah i know i know that strip mall i know that mm-hmm. this you know this this intersection or whatever mm-hmm. so um yeah and i think that's on itunes you can probably okay. get that for the 99 cent rental Scarborough. That's well, it. That's uh, all I've got. Know, th- thanks for making me feel even worse. Like even more of a piece of what? shit. I'm making fun of Indies and you're like, it changed my life. <laughs> these families. I'm like, Oh God. Well, it, it like emotionally Sorry. touched a place that, that I guess ha- hasn't been touched and it gives you perspective, but I mean, I'm you like watch the it and then in the world. And no, I'm you're like, not. And I have five you... boobs. I don't know. I'm just what a mess. Okay. Everybody, you know where to get us. We're on socials. We're yeah. JJ. <laughs> Uh, you can always find me at Toronto JJ everywhere. And you, uh, you know, unfiltered with Melanie and M3, uh, Martin, Melanie Martin at Melanie Martin. The first E is a three. There's, it's very boring content clearly right now, according to my followers. So I'm sorry. I don't have time. This, this is, this is the restart. It's the, uh, the fresh it. new yeah, season. Here we go. <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs> have a good one. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Sarah Burke, and I host the Women in Media podcast, where I'm exploring the challenges women face in the media spotlight and celebrating our triumphs. My guests come from radio, TV, news, and sports, and we'll cover topics like leadership, diversity, stereotypes, and more. Most of all, I'm looking to build a community through a space where we can discuss anything. 
The Women in Media Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at womeninmedia.ca.